Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2, episode 247 of this Daily Scripture Study podcast. Thank you for joining us as we continue with August the 31st to September the 6th, covering Helaman 13 to 16, glad tidings of great joy. And today we're going to finish off chapter 13 looking at uh, the fact that we have prophets to warn us. Uh, and then we're going to move into Helaman chapter 14 and look at the title in the personal scripture study section, Signs and Wonders Can Strengthen the Faith of Those Who Do Not Harden Their Hearts. So as we uh, begin this, let's go to the end of chapter 13 and we'll look at verse 24. It says, Yea, woe unto this people because of this time which ye has arrived, that ye do cast out the prophets and do mock them and cast stones at them and do slay them and do all manner of iniquity unto them, even as they did of old time. So he's warning the Nephites now that they've been rejecting, it seems, um, multiple prophets. And he, and he says specifically, you do cast out the prophets. So obviously he may well be referring to Nephi as one of those prophets, but he's talking about multiple prophets that we don't know about. So this people clearly have had many chances given to them, and yet they, um, they've been rejecting them. Spencer w, President Spencer W. Kimball said this, quote, we wonder how often hearers first reject the prophets because they despised them and finally despised the prophets even more because they had rejected them. Sometimes people let their hearts get so set upon things and the honours of this world. Simple truths are often rejected in favour of the much less demanding philosophies of men. The holy prophets have not only refused to allow erroneous human trends, but have pointed out these errors. No wonder the response to the prophets has not always been one of indifference. So often the prophets have been rejected because they first rejected the wrong ways of their own society, close quote. I think that, you know, that's why I think prophets are such a, an important part in God's plan to try and bring us closer to him. Listening to a prophet, to someone who is telling you that you're doing something wrong, basically, is a true, really, a really big act of humility to be able to listen to that person and say, do you know what, you know, they're right, you know, I, I need to work on this. It, it takes a lot of humility. Whereas, you know, listening to someone who's telling us we're doing something wrong and the, and a person is not humble, well, they'll, they'll reject and say, well, you know, who are you to tell me to do that I'm doing this wrong? Um, and I think that that's why prophets are rejected so often throughout history uh, is that they are, the whole purpose is to bring them and, and help people change. Um, but people sometimes don't want to change. In verse 26, um, later, the Samuel the Lamanite goes further and says that they are worse than um, than their fathers of old. Um, he says, Behold, ye are worse than they, for as the Lord liveth, if a prophet come among you and declare, declareth unto you the word of the Lord, which testifieth of your sins and iniquities, ye are angry with him and cast him out and seek all manner of ways to destroy him, Yea, you will say that he is a false prophet, and that he is a sinner and of the devil, because he testifieth that your deeds are evil. Um, I think, you know, again, we need to remember that prophets are rejected today, just as much as they were anciently. Uh, Bruce R. McConkie said this, quote, What pure, unadulterated hypocrisy it is for those who reject the living prophets to say, if we had lived in former days, we would have accepted the prophets whom others rejected. Prophets are prophets, truth is truth, and rebellion is rebellion. The spirit which leads men to fight God in one age is the same that operates in every age. Those who reject the Lord's anointed today would have done so anciently. Close, 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 close quote. 
And again, it is this interesting uh, paradox where sometimes people are far more willing and ready to accept and listen to the words of prophets from scriptures than they are to listen to the words of the prophet today. You know, how much do we study the scriptures um, compared to studying the words of our living prophets? You know, I, I will be honest here and say, perhaps I, I study my scriptures more than I than I should, um, that, that more than I do at the general conference. Actually, having said that, um, I've tried to make sure that isn't the case recently, since April 2020. Uh, I, I, because of the study plan app or the study plan feature on the Gospel Library app, I have set the um, the recent uh, general conference to be, you know, read, to have a section for me every day to read and study. So actually, I suppose that isn't the case. But, um, you know, certainly before that, I, I wasn't really studying the, the general conference talks as much as I should have. I was only reading them, you know, for a lesson you know, to prepare for that. And that's it. Um, you know, and we need to really make sure that we listen to these these prophet these words of these prophets far more regularly than we are, because they are the words for us today. Um, I'm going to move on to verse 38 of Helaman 13. Um, and this is where he reminds them that they need to, you know, make this change now. Uh, he says that their days of probation are past. They procrastinate the day of their salvation until it is everlastingly too late. Um, you know, this uh, is told to us by Tad R. Callister, who said, quote, in other words, if someone had a fair chance to receive the gospel in mortality and rejected it, there is no magical one that transforms such a spirit into a more receptive one in the spirit world. In reverse, if someone had been receptive to the gospel on earth, but never received that opportunity, then he still will still have that receptive attitude in the spirit world. His spirit will simply remain what it has always been, close quote. So we can't sit there and say, oh, you know, I will listen when I get to the spirit world. I'll, I'll accept it. I'll, I'll change when I get to the spirit world. We have to start that changing process now. Uh, and, you know, certainly those of us that are listening to this podcast are those that have been invited to change. Um, you know, we're often talking about repentance and change, so we should be doing this. Um, Helaman 14, uh, Samuel then starts to talk about the signs of Christ coming, first coming to the, to the earth. I just can't imagine how excited he would have been to be able to share this uh, news with the Nephites that in five years, perhaps in his own lifetime, the Son of God will be born. Um, and he says that in five years, um, that the Son of God will redeem, come off the Son of God to redeem all those who believe on his name. Uh, Daniel, um, Donald W. Parry and J.A. Parry said this, quote, The pivotal occasions when Christ has come to the earth, meaning both his first and his second comings, have been preceded by signs so that the faithful may know and be blessed. Signs help the Lord's people to be prepared and because they know what to watch for to avoid deception, close quote. So these signs are important and we know that the signs of the times are certainly happening today. Uh, you know, you you look at the, the list of the signs that uh, pre, that are going to precursor the second coming of the Saviour, and they are happening. They are happening consistently. Uh, and so we need to be very aware of this and very aware that it is coming close. Um, in verse 3, uh, Samuel says, And behold, this will I give unto you for a sign at the time of his coming. For behold, there shall be great lights in heaven, insomuch that in the night before he cometh there shall be no darkness, insomuch that it shall appear unto man as if it was day. Now, again, you know, we can't explain how this happened. Um, you know, this would have had to have been put into place 
millennia before uh, to be able to work. But Delbert Al Stapley uh, said this about the signs. He said, quote, We cannot afford to become complacent and indifferent to the wicked and deceptive designs of conspiring men. Um, opposition is present in force today. The pressure of Satan's power is intensified as the time of the Saviour's second coming to earth draws near. We have a foreboding example as recorded in the Book of Mormon of the Nephite pe- history of the Nephite people in the years just preceding the birth of Christ. Samuel, the Lamanite prophet, prophesied to the Nephites of the approaching birth of Jesus Christ. They rejected his witness and testimony. They attempted to explain away the teachings of Samuel and the unusual phenomena of nature so much in evidence on this constant before Christ's birth, which happenings were also prophesied of by their prophets. They accused their spiritual leaders of keeping the people down to be servants to their words and also servants unto them. Thus ignorantly persuaded, they were unwilling to yield themselves to the teachings and warnings of the prophets. Close quote. I think... As it says in the manual, you know, we have to be aware that these signs are being fulfilled. Um, And there are signs that lead to faith in Jesus Christ that are more personal. We're not just talking about great signs in the heavens and great signs in the earth or that that precursor is second coming. But we also need to look at signs and wonders within our own lives, which help us build our faith and which are perhaps less dramatic, but which are just as much important. We need to be looking out for those. Uh, And so, you know, are we taking these seriously? Are we looking for those signs and are we allowing those signs to directors and leaders uh, to change and to become better Uh, is something which has been on my mind, you know, more recently over the past few months is that we have to take this this attitude now of, you know, it's not, it's going to happen at some point and I'll be ready for it. All is well, but we need to be prepared as if it is going to be happening the next day. Uh, because who knows uh, with these signs that are happening, I just really feel strongly that you know it's something we should be really prepared for now. Uh, and so, yeah, Samuel's uh, words to us comes at a very poignant time. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please do um, share, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you can also sh- uh, join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. It'd be great to hear uh, more of your uh, thoughts and input. Uh, on that study group and of course there is the um, email you can give feedback on session at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode uh, i'd love to hear from you as well thank you for your time and until we meet again